Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You're listening to the BBM Global Network with 25 years in broadcast audio and video production. Our passionate team creates content and marketing for the world of Internet talk radio. If you've got a passion, come join us at BBMGlobalNetwork.com. The BBM Global Network. Your voice is now heard. Life cycle is a series of stages through which an individual, culture, or manufactured product passes through within its lifetime. Welcome to the Life Cycle Radio Show with your host, Pastor Ken Jones. Ken is here to help you through trauma, self care, being overwhelmed, and coping with your life cycle issues. So now, please welcome the host of Life Cycle, Pastor Kenneth Jones. Coming to you live on the BBM Network Radio and TuneIn Radio, this is Life Cycle. I'm your host, Pastor Ken Jones, and as always, I look forward to connecting with you this week and sharing with you as we talk about the things that will impact your total well-being, spirit, soul, and body. Today, we're going to talk about uh, principles of self-care, especially uh, in the areas where we, we may be burnt out or we maybe overwhelmed, and you may not even realize how you got there. And the next thing you know, you know, so what did I do wrong? Or, you know, how did I get here? And if you don't realize that, then maybe you're not practicing practicing self-care. You know, a long time ago, we used to watch the first Star Trek, and I don't know if you remember that. Some of you probably too young to remember the first Star Trek, but some of you Older people would know what I'm talking about. Well, you saw the USS Enterprise go into an asteroid storm, or they get shot up by the Cleons. And because of so much impact to the vehicle, or to the space vehicle, to the spaceship, rather, they would all, always be an impulse power. In other words, they'd be floating out there in space on the impulse power. And I used to always wonder what that impulse power was like. Because it took them a while to get their power back to continue their mission. Well, I realized that when I became more aware of self-care and more aware of the times I found myself overwhelmed or burnt out, that we may find ourselves just operating in impulse power. In other words, we're just barely getting along and we're not able to continue our mission. 
The same thing when we talk about self-care and how to overcome feelings of being overwhelmed and how to overcome feelings of burnout. You know, the Bible doesn't really overtly give us a guide to self-care. You're not going to find a book or a chapter that says, in order to take care of yourself, you need to do one, two, three. And you know, some people think that self-care is bad because it sounds so selfish. But consider the instruction given to you on a plane. And I used to always wonder why, when they would give this instruction, they would tell you, if you have a child, to put your mask on first and then put the mask on the child. Man, I thought it was so wrong, but it was one day it was explained to me that if I became incapacitated, then how could I protect my child? So I'm realizing that self-care is essential and that it allows us to be more effective for daily living, for godly service, to be able to minister and help those that depend upon us, and to energize our faith, our soul, and our spirit that it may prosper and be in health according to 3 John chapter 1, verse 2. You know, some people ask me, is self-help spiritual or scriptural? Well, we see in the beginning that God instituted a Sabbath for man to rest and to reflect upon the works of God's hand. And the Bible also says, like in Psalm 37, verse 7, that we are to rest in the Lord. You know, we live in a society today where rest is discouraged. We even pay people extra money for working overtime. And we throw out the fruit of success by telling people to put their bodies and their minds on the line constantly. Have you ever been so engaged, however, in your career, in your ministry, your home, that one day you realize that you're you're not being effective in any of these things? Have you ever experienced emotional, physical, and spiritual burnout? 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 17, talks about the purpose of self-care. It said that the man of God may be perfect, thoroughly furnished, thoroughly prepared unto all good works. One aspect of self-care is to ensure that we are responsive and prepared for every good work that God expects us to perform. More importantly, God wants us to thrive and not just survive. Maybe I need to ask this question. Are you thoroughly prepared and able to live consistently and thrive and bring honor to God and also to take care of yourself and others? That's something to think about today. If we think about self-care, we need to define a couple of things. And one of the things we need to define is self. So what is self? When we're talking about taking care of self, what are we taking care of? Well, Genesis chapter 2, verse 7 says, And the Lord formed man of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and man became a living soul. Now, in the Hebrew translation, the word soul is not in the Hebrew, but the word nepesh, which reflects the totality of man, spirit, soul, and body. So God is saying when he breathed into man and man became a living soul, man became total in terms of spirit, soul, and body. And all parts of man are connected to each other so that if you impact one, it will impact the other. You know, the the aspect of the soul reflects the mind. It reflects our affections, our desires, and senses, emotions, the act of the will, 
and the will of the emotions. The spirit part of us is the very heart of us, our inner man, that is connected to God and God's spirit. And then that's the fleshly part of us, what makes us living being? It's that part of man himself. And when you realize in self-care that what impacts your flesh will also impact your spirit. What impacts your spirit can also impact your soul. And so this is why we're going to be talking about, uh, as we talk about the principles of self-care, total self, total being. I want you to know that the line is open today, and as always, and I would love to talk to you. I would love to hear your testimony. I would love to hear you share a story about an aspect of self-care that really working in your life. Or maybe even tell a story about how you recovered from spiritual burnout. I have a lot of data, and I can teach a lot of data today. But it's also good to hear from you. Our phone number here is 1-866-451-1451. Let me say that again. It's 1-866-451-1451. We'd like to know also, what do you do to practice total self-care, especially from a biblical perspective? And how do you avoid burnout? How do you avoid just being torn down emotionally and spiritually. What do you do when you are overwhelmed? I know sometimes I say to myself, I feel like I'm overwhelmed with the idea of being overwhelmed. So I would like to hear your comments and like for you to call in if you have the time. Like I said, our number is one 451 our lines are open, and we're getting ready to come back to our next segment. And when we do that, we're going to talk about burnout. And then later on, we're going to talk about what it's like to be overwhelmed. So I encourage you to call in. Uh, I'm going to continue to teach and share these principles, and I look forward to talking to you in the next segment. So stay tuned. There are artists and then there's Alice Asmar. This award-winning artist has spent her entire life devoted to her artistic pursuits and has had a lifelong fascination with American Indians of the southwestern United States. Her book, Dance to the Great Spirit, showcases her drawings and paintings inspired by sacred rituals of the Pueblo Indians. And four of her lithographs are in permanent collection at the National Museum of American History in the Smithsonian Institution in Washington, D.C. She is one of four artists in the United States to win a Woolley Fellowship for study in Paris at Les Colday Beaux-Arts and has been featured in numerous publications. She's exhibited at the world's most prestigious museums and galleries and recently won a 20-year service award from the Burbank City Council and the inaugural art competition of the Foundation of the United States in Paris. Visit www.asmarart.com, www.aliceasmarinternational.com and email alice at aliceasmar at aol.com. Mike Zorick, a three-time California state champion in Greco-Roman wrestling at 114 pounds. Mike, blind since birth, was born in Hartford, Connecticut. He was a six-time national placer, including two seconds, two-thirds, and two-fourths. He also won the Veterans Folk Style Wrestling twice at 152 pounds. In all these tournaments, he was the only blind competitor. 
Nancy Zorick, a creative spirit whose talents have taken her to the stage and into galleries and exhibitions in several states. Her father, a commercial artist who shared his instruments with his daughter and helped her fine-tune her natural abilities, influenced her decision to follow in his footsteps. Ms. Zorick has enjoyed a fruitful career doing what she loves. Listen Saturday mornings at 12 Eastern for The Nancy and Mike Show for heartwarming stories and interesting talk on the BBM Global Network. And we're back. This is Life Cycle, coming to you live from the BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. I'm Pastor Ken Jones, and today we're talking about the principles of self-care. Our phone number here, if you'd like to call in, is 1-866-451-1451. If you'd like to call in and participate, or call in to share a story of how you may recover from being from burnout or from being overwhelmed, uh, and what have you may have learned in terms of self-care and uh, what has encouraged you the most when you find yourself you know, feeling down or feeling overcome or feeling overwhelmed. Last segment, we, we kind of talked about what is self-care and the principles of self-care. We're going to talk about later in the segment. But we talked about the total self and what does that mean, that what impacts you spiritually will also impact you mentally and emotionally. And what impacts you emotionally can also impact you physically. You know, the Bible says that a broken spirit, who can bear? If we get to the point, maybe because of impulse, or maybe because of abuse, maybe because of our stress, or things that we may find ourselves going through, it can break our spirit. You know, people who've been abused in the past may have a broken spirit, and it's hard to repair. So we need to always be about taking care of ourselves, spirit, soul, and body. The Bible even said that we should guard our heart because out of it flows the issues of life. So it really is important for us to provide self-care for our everyday life. And we said the reason why uh, self-care is so important is so that you can be effective in the things that you do. Many times we're trying to do so many things. And our lifestyle encompasses, can encompass so many tasks and so many obligations, so many responsibilities, that if we're not taking time to take care of ourselves spiritually, emotionally, and physically, we may find ourselves burnt out on the beaten path. And the enemy can win. I was uh, recalled a story when I was in the military. I had this uh, young man, and we were doing a training exercise. He was trying to do everything. And I looked at his sergeant. I said, Sergeant, what are you going to do about this lieutenant? He was a lieutenant. And he just said, Don't, sir, just give me about another hour. I mean, this lieutenant was running, trying to do everything in, in the unit, not trusting in his soldiers. He's not trusting in anybody right now. And he's trying to do it all. And it was like 101 degrees out there. All of a sudden, I saw that lieutenant stand straight up, and I saw him pass out in the grass. And when the ambulance came and took him away in the air, the sergeant said, okay, guys, now we can get to what we came here to do. You know, the sergeant sit there and waited on this lieutenant knowing what he was going to do and burn himself out. And believe it or not, the enemy that come to steal, kill, and destroy, he may set you up and have you doing things that you shouldn't be doing. You get to a place where you're not trusting, you're not believing in God, and you're not trusting in others, and you may find yourself wearing yourself out. 
Well, let's talk a little bit about this burnout. Burnout is a state of emotional, physical, social, and spiritual exhaustion. Burnout is commonly described as an exhausted state in which a person may lose interest in a particular activity, even life general, in general. Burnout is dangerous because it can lead to diminished health, social withdrawal, depression, and spiritual discomfort and ineffectiveness. And that's why Jesus said in Matthew 11, 28 to 30, he said, come to me, all who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your soul. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Jesus always there for you when you may find yourself approaching burnout. The ultimate solution for those experiencing burnout is to find refreshment in Christ. The Bible talks about refreshing coming from the Spirit of the Lord. But like my lieutenant, he didn't trust his people. He didn't trust in the in his, uh, his command, he didn't trust anybody and he ended up passing out. And so that's why burnout sometimes is often the result of self-reliance. See, the self-reliant person take upon themselves the role of, their, of a savior rather than trusting God to accomplish his will in their life. A person that self-reliant begin to see every need as their call and rather than asking God for help and wisdom and direction. Another cause of burnout is the lack of self-care. Those who do not take care of themselves fail to understand how important it is. They fail to accept God and God's love for them and, and that God can help them and strengthen them. And, and he said, look, my yoke is easy. Take my yoke. Let me help you. But they, they, uh, they may martyr themselves on the altar of pleasing others. In other words, they may sacrifice sleep nourish their body poorly, overextend their schedules, and neglect their needs, their needs in other ways. You don't want to get to that place of burnout because there are so many challenges uh, to burnout. And let me, let me kind of show you this. Let me, let me talk about the signals that you find yourself being burnt out. One of it is anxiousness. You may find yourself being anxious and stressful. Sleeplessness. Feeling tense oppression. Other signal is weariness of the mind, difficult to concentrate, dysfunction in reasoning. A lot of times we get to a place of burnout, we can't even trust our thoughts, we can't even trust our reasoning faculties. And the biggest deception is that you have a sense that you'll be okay if you get all these other situations under control. Well, there'll always be another situation. Well, most of us realize that. Boy, if I can just get this done, I'd be okay. But there'll always be something else. You know, I've been there. And I, I've, uh, I bought the book, and I got the T-shirt. Some other signals for burnout is withdrawal from people, community, and activity. You may find yourself feeling depressed consistently. Spiritual disconnection. Feel like God has abandoned you. You're not feeling the spirit in your life. Spiritual strain, weariness, spiritual dryness. You may find yourself feeling a lack of zeal and energy and concentration, feelings of isolation, and you may even also be more susceptible to temptation and disengage from the people that you love. 
burnout, especially spiritual burnout, is a dangerous thing. And you don't want to get to that point. That's why the God always is speaking to us about coming to him, resting in him, finding strength for our soul. He's always encouraging that we need to spend time in his presence. And he also will give us the wisdom to help make good decisions in our lives and in our schedules and with our responsibility and with our roles so we won't bring ourselves to a place of burnout. And that's important. Well, like I said, the line is also still open if you have a question or comment to make. Our phone number is 1-866-451-1451. Maybe you experienced burnout. How did God recover you? How did God strengthen you? I'm Pastor Ken, broadcasting you to you live from the BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. When we come back, we're going to talk also about the principles of self-care. So stay tuned. Did you know that your beliefs create your entire reality, but it's the subconscious beliefs that do most of the creating? Belief Shifter and Life Coach Shiraz can help you identify those limiting beliefs and eliminate them, often in a single session. Like it was almost instant, like I had relief right away. Creating better health, relationships, careers, and finances. Let Shiraz help you step out of safety and into awareness. Definitely something's happening. Uh, it's like a, a flow inside. You know, it feels good. Whether in person or online, Shiraz provides personal coaching, belief shifting. Visit Shiraz at energeticmagic.com or call 416-529-7429. Energetic Magic on the BBM Global Network, Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern. Find your greater happiness. Be well. Be aware. Be magical. Dr. R.C. will share extraordinary resources and services that promote educational success as well as making a difference in the lives of all social workers as well as the lives of children, adolescents, and teens of today. She will have open discussions addressing many of the issues that we face about our youth and how being employed in the uniquely skilled profession of social work for over 18 years has taught invaluable lessons through her personal experiences. She will also provide real-life facts, examples, and personal stories that will confirm that why serving as a child advocate is extremely beneficial when addressing the needs of the whole child. Listen live Saturdays, 10 a.m. Eastern on the BBM Global Network and tune in radio as Dr. R.C. will provide thought-provoking information that will empower, encourage, and strengthen students, families, and communities across our nation. You can also visit her at soarwithkatie.com. This is Life Cycle coming to you live from the BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. I'm Pastor Ken Jones, and today we're talking about the principles of self-care. Our phone number here is 1-866-451-1451 if you'd like to call in and participate. I would love for you to call in with comments, questions, even a testimony, how you overcame and were restored to practicing the principles of self-care. Now, this segment, if you have a pen, you may want to use a pen to make a list because we're going to go down 13 words. And I like to use special words. So all these words begin with the letter P. And all these words provide a, a guide to self-care. So we may get into some of them today in more detail, but for the next uh, segment, we're going to talk about 13 different words that I consider to be principles of self-care. 
Uh, if you'd like a copy of this list, you can contact me at Ken Jones at practicallivingministry.org, and I can provide to you a copy of this list. Of course, these shows are also being recorded, so it's a good opportunity for you to go back and review the list uh, over and over again. So when I think about self-care, the first letter or the first word on my list that begins with P that's the most important is prayer. You have to pray. See, the Bible said that man is a relational being. One of the definitions of men of man in the Bible is man is the being that prays. That's who we are. We pray. And as you pray, it's an opportunity to remember who's in charge and who's, who's your father and who you are. And so that's why it's so important. When I go to God and I call him a shepherd and I realize he's my, then I am a, I am his sheep. So when I think about God leading and guiding me by still waters, it causes me to focus on no matter what I'm going through today, if I put my trust in him, that God will lead and guide me by the still waters, that he will provide for me, and that he will restore my soul. And so prayer brings me into that relationship. It brings me into that process when I now I'm thinking about who my father is, who, who my God is. I'm focusing on that higher power in my life. Followed by prayer, is the word praise. The Bible says that praise provides for us strength and victory. Nehemiah 8.10 said, The joy of the Lord is our strength. Psalm 16 and 11 says, In his presence is fullness of joy. So if I get into my praise, if I get into the God's presence to my worship, I can find fullness of joy. Also, I can find rest for my soul. Or I also can find that spiritual refreshment that I need. So that's the first two. The third one is people. I keep saying that God made us relational. And who we are is who we are in the venue of relationship. Most people who find themselves burned out overwhelmed usually isolate themselves. And that is bad. That's not always, you know, it's, t it's good to be alone sometimes. I'm not saying, you know, I'm not taking away from your alone time, but we, we draw strength from people, good people, especially seek out the right people and the right association. You know, find people that are caring and, and loving and support you and uh, not those that will continue to tear you down. The fourth one is presence. You know, where you spend your time is where you're going to find your life. If you spend your time just amongst your friends, you know, at the neighborhood club, you know, you're not going to find much life there many times because sometimes your friends can let you down. But spending time in the presence of the Lord, the Bible said, like I said earlier, in his presence is fullness of joy. We can find the refreshing of the spirit. And spending time with good people and spending time in fellowship, those are the, that's where the pre, your presence needs to be. That is also where your presence is requested. The next P is process. You got to think about how you go about, and we're going to talk about keys to self-care and principles of self-care and how to be successful in, in self-care because it is a process. And many times we don't really know the process, and that's what we may fall short in and not understand the process. The next P is power, and that's connected. You know, that comes with our connection our association, 
and also understanding authority. Another P word is purpose. You know, people without purpose lose strength, restraint, and focus. The Bible says that without vision, the people perish. It doesn't mean that they die. The word perish means they lose control, they lose restraint. So if you don't understand your purpose, it's, it's going to impact your zeal. It's going to impact your decision. It's going to impact your strength. The next word is perspire. It's going to take exertion. It's going to take effort for you to find strength and to, for you to find rest, for you to find comfort. It doesn't come, it doesn't always come easy. You have to uh, stick to the process and you got to be willing to make the effort to gain what you to gain what you want. The other thing is participation. In other words, you need to be involved in activities, association, actions, and also in alignment with people that's going to help you. That's what Hebrews 10 talks about, not neglecting the assembling yourself together. Talks about fellowship. Because we grow and we are strengthening through our participation as, as well as people. The other P is priorities. In other words, and I, somebody used the word gospel for priorities. The word G, gospels, O, other, self, prepares you for eternal life. If we got the proper, proper you know, priorities, we can be effective in all that we do. The next word is pursue, perfect, pursue perfection. And in other words, we want to pursue being complete and being whole. The final two uh, P's is patience, having patience and endurance and temperance as we endure trials and hardships. And finally, the other P is peace, keeping your mind and your heart free from worry. The Bible says, let the peace of God keep your mind and heart to Christ Jesus. So I hope you, I hope these uh, principles have been good to you and, and uh, I hope you can apply them to your life. Like I said, we're still open and available for comments. Our number is 1-866-451-1451. I'm Pastor Ken Jones, broadcasting you live from the BBM Global Network. And when we come back, we're going to be talking about self-care. Stay tuned. According to the American Nurses Association, there are approximately three and a half to four million nurses in the United States. So where do all these nurses work? What kind of roles do they have? What kind of education and training help to prepare them for so many different settings? What kind of impact do nurses have on patient outcomes? The World Health Organization has announced that 2020 will be the year of the nurse, honoring the 200th birth anniversary of Florence Nightingale, an international initiative called Nurse now is underway to raise the profile of nursing. The National Academy of Medicine has convened a committee to create the future of nursing 2020 to 2030 that will focus on how the nursing profession can create a culture of health, reduce health disparities, and improve the health and well-being of the U.S. population. Learn more and join Joyce Batchelor on All About Nursing Wednesdays from 7 to 8 p.m. Central Standard Time on the BBM Global Network. 
If you seek a courageous advocate, prepare to champion your rights with consumer service agencies that support aging populations, Carol Ann Hamilton is the one for you. Carol Ann is an elder care coach, author, and speaker with a quarter million hours lived experience successfully supporting unculpable aging parents. As a result of a challenging journey, Carol Ann revolutionizes how stressed out caregivers restore serenity to their worlds. She also brings over 25 years of change management expertise in Fortune 500 settings to catalyze urgent transformation within the elder care industry. Carol Ann is a popular speaker at conferences across North America. She has appeared via TV, radio, and print globally. Now you can tune in weekly to get a dose of her inspiration plus down-to-earth advice to cope with even the most difficult aging parents. Listen Wednesdays at 9 a.m. Eastern on Bold Brave Media and TuneIn Radio. This is Life Cycle, coming to you live from the BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. I'm Pastor Ken Jones, and today we're talking about the principles of self-care. If you'd like to call in, our number is one 866 451-1451 and share a testimony or ask a question or, or make a comment. Uh, in this segment, we're going to be talking about what overwhelms us and how self-care is important. You know, David said in Psalm 61, verse 2, he says, when my heart is overwhelmed, in other words, are covered with grief and sorrow or trouble, whether it be outward or inward, he said, when I'm ready to sink or fail or to die. You know, sometimes as saints, we're overwhelmed. Sometimes we may overwhelm in a sense of sin or pressed down by the weight and burden of guilt or, or our spirit is burdened with shame and confusion. We may even find our hearts swallowed up and overwhelmed with afflictive providence like health issues, family problems, weights, oppression. You know, when, when one person is overwhelmed, that person may grow weak and become so wrapped up in whatever that's covering them that they can become also easy, easily distracted, make bad choices, unable to see the snares before them. That's what happens when, when we can become overwhelmed. But I like what David says that when my heart overwhelmed, lead me to the rock that is higher than I. When we're overwhelmed, we need to seek something or someone higher than ourselves. And that's why David in his passage of scripture was talking about his trust and reliance upon the Lord. Why are we so sometimes overwhelmed? Well, we are overwhelmed because of testings and trials and tribulation, getting caught up in the cares of this world. Some of us get caught up in life responsibilities and challenges. We may also be enduring a spiritual attack, our own self-inflicted trial, where we are suffering from the consequences of our own actions. Sometimes it's the things that people throw at us or place before us. We may be also victim of personal attack. And like I said earlier, sometimes we're just overwhelmed with the thought of being overwhelmed. The things that overwhelm us sometimes may be that we're taking on too much work, or act outside activities, or responsibility. Sometimes there are things that we just can't control, like physical illness or emotional trauma. And we may find ourselves just being totally overwhelmed by these things. And there's nothing wrong 
I mean, when I say there's nothing wrong, we all come to a place that at times we're overwhelmed. You know, sometimes we may feel overwhelmed when everything is normal and we don't even see a reason for feeling that way. I mean, how many of you ever been to the situation say you could almost have anticipatory, anticipatory stress that you just, man, I, I think something's about to happen. It's just been going too good for too long. Something could be happening any day now. You know, even things we enjoy can leave us feeling overwhelmed if there's too much of it operating in our life. We may find ourselves facing daily pressure from our job, our school, from our friends and our family, and from the temptation to sin. I look at being overwhelmed sometimes as an over and under statement. You know, sometimes we overdo things and under, and underdo some things. In other words, we may overdo on something while neglecting the weightier matters. In other words, I'm putting all my focus on this one thing and I'm neglecting. I may be focused on my job, but I'm neglecting my family. Sometimes we underestimate our ability that, that God has given us. So we may feel like I'm not, I'm not able to handle this. I'm not able to tackle this. So we may overdo one area and we may underestimate ourselves in another area. We may overstate our commitment. The Bible says in James 5.12 to let your nay be nay and your yay be yay. So sometimes we may need to say, no, I can't do this. We may overcommit ourselves. We may find ourselves also undergoing mental anguish because we assume that the problem that we're facing is greater than God. Another underword is that we may find ourselves undertaking more than what we are able to handle. And that's the, that's the part about being overwhelmed. Sometimes you have to ask yourself, am I a thriving or I'm just a surviving Christian? Sometimes I feel like I'm thriving, and then some days I feel like I'm just surviving. You know, when, to thrive means to progress forward, to flourish, uh, to realize a goal despite of the circumstances. So even plants can thrive if they get encouraging word or in the right environment. But if many times if we're in the survival mode, you're just surviving. You're not living the life that God wants you to live. Or God wants you to thrive. He wants you to reach your fullest potential. But sometimes we may find ourselves just surviving. And that's why we, we have to be careful to, to not allow fear, doubt, discouragement, or challenging circumstances to keep us from being spiritual, to keep us from spiritually thriving. Another thing I want to talk about is sometimes being overwhelmed is look at the idea of uh, having a full plate. And so when you have a plate, sometimes people talk about having a full plate. One of the problems that we do that overwhelms us when we start comparing, we start, we need to stop comparing plates. You know, sometimes we often compare our lifestyle to others. But see, we all have different stress levels. We all have different calling. We all have different functions. So stop trying to compare your life with other people. Stop comparing plates. How many times you are, when you're at a restaurant or you're at a buffet, and you, you're looking what's on your plate, then now you're looking at what other people got on their plate. The second thing is, is preventative. In other words, keep your plate clean from negative thoughts, fears, and anxiety. Practice trusting God more, casting your care upon the Lord. Also, another good thing about the plate is know when your plate is full. And that's where discernment and honest assessment come off. And knowing when your plate is full, be, be willing to scrape off unnecessary excess, keeping only what is good on your plate. 
sometimes we only, we only want the sweet stuff, but we also need to make sure we got the right stuff that's uh, on our plate that's good for us. A good example about being overwhelmed is Jesus. What would Jesus do? The Bible said that uh, when Jesus was troubled in Mark chapter 14, he said that he began to be deeply distressed and troubled. He said, my soul is overwhelmed with sorrow to the point of death. He said to his disciple, keep here and stay and keep watch. And the Bible said he fell on the ground and prayed. We may have to come back to that because we're getting short in this segment. So we're going to come back to that. We're going to continue to talk about this aspect of being overwhelmed. Our phone number is one 451 I'm Pastor Jones, broadcasting to you live from the BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. We're coming back at you. Stay tuned. Author, radio show host, and coach, John M. Hawkins, reveals strategies to help gain perspective, build confidence, find clarity, achieve goals. John M. Hawkins' new book, Coached to Greatness, Unlock Your Full Potential with Limitless Growth, published by iUniverse. Hawkins reveals strategies to help readers accomplish more. He believes the book can coach them to greatness. Hawkins says that the best athletes get to the top of their sport with the help of coaches, mentors, and others. He shares guidance that helps readers reflect on what motivates them, rediscover and assess their core values, philosophies, and competencies, find settings that allow them to be the most productive, and track their progress towards accomplishing goals. Listen to John Hawkins' My Strategy, Saturdays, 1 p.m. Eastern, on the BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. Introducing BetterHomeAndGarden.com. That's www.BetterHomeAndGarden.com with just the letter N in Better Home and Garden. BetterHomeAndGarden.com offers you the highest quality products on the market that are environmentally safe and effective and to make them available to you at the lowest possible prices. BetterHomeAndGarden.com understands that kind of creativity and do-it-yourself attitude. Thus, we developed our website, BetterHomeAndGarden.com. BetterHomeAndGarden.com offers you the following products right online. Bath, bedding, collectibles, craft, sewing and hobby, food and beverage, furniture, home decor, kitchen and dining, lamps and lighting, large appliances, musical instruments, outdoor cooking, patio items, pet supplies, plant and garden, rug and floor coverings, small appliances, travel and luggage, and so much more. Better Home and Garden is an online retailer offering a wide variety of high-quality brand-name merchandise at discount prices. Our service is personal and we aim to please. Visit us at www.betterhomeandgarden.com. Make your home your own. And we're back. This is Life Cycle. Coming to you live from the BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. I'm Pastor Ken Jones, and today we're talking about the principles of self-care. At the last segment, we were talking about being overcome and what to do when you're overcoming. I look at one of the examples that Jesus did. So I want to kind of go back to that and talk about that, and then we're going to talk about steps, uh, key principles to self-care. There was a, in the book of Mark, chapter 14, verse 32 to 35, we see Jesus going through a, a moment of being overwhelmed. Even Jesus was over, overwhelmed. The Bible said he was like us in all things. And the Bible said that he began to be deeply distressed and troubled. And he said, my soul is overwhelmed with sorrow to the point of death, he said to his disciple. Stay here and keep watch. Going on a little further, he fell to the ground and prayed. So you want to think about what Jesus did and how and how Jesus dealt with the idea of being overwhelmed. Let's look at the scriptures. 
first of all, Jesus was completely honest about what he felt. You know, a lot of times people who are overcome and burnt out, they're not necessarily always honest about how they feel. And sometimes when you may try to tell them, say, hey, you kind of burnt out. You mean, you kind of, maybe we need to get some rest. Oh, no, there's nothing wrong with me. I'm, I'm good to go. I tell you, find them collapse somewhere. Uh, but Jesus was completely honest about how he felt. The second day, he spoke to the disciples, and he solicited the help of the disciples. So think about the idea that when we're going through, Jesus solicited the help of friends. And finally, Jesus prayed. He took his burden to the Father. I, just wanted, I wanted to go back because that's something that Jesus gave us a primary example of what to do. And so we got to realize that rest is a part of the plan of God. From the very beginning, God didn't rest because he was tired, but he put a pattern of work and rest in place so that we'd be able to thrive and live our lives to the full. Sometimes people find themselves overwhelmed because of a lack of trust. They got to learn to trust God, release, and let go. Some of the keys of self-care, I like what the author of Hebrews wrote. He said, and let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us, fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of our faith. For the joy set before him, he endured the cross, scorning and shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. In other words, run a race and run this way with perseverance. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 11 to, to the, verses 1 to 3. See, to persevere means to continue in our calling without burning out. We must remain focused on Jesus. Uh, we must stay connected to the divine. You know, I went through a, a period of grief. I'm still going through grief. My wife passed away uh, a, a year ago. But part of not burning myself out is I had to persevere. And you have to sometimes stand up and put your trust in the Lord, rest in his spirit. Uh, you know, the Bible says, gird up the loins of your mind. Take care of yourself. These are very important to, in terms of self-care. And believe it or not, it's, psych it's good psychological advice. In some studies, avoiding burnout and, and being overwhelmed has been linked with spiritual well-being. The better we feel spiritually, the less likely we are to experience burnout and being overwhelmed. So what am I saying? I'm saying we recover ourselves from burnout by entering God's rest. Psalm 37 says that we should trust in the Lord and do good. Our thoughts will align with God, and he will give us the desires of our heart. That means we need to be consulting God about our schedule, and we can take time to care for ourselves, learn to depend upon God and his strength to carry out our duties. Our identity really is not drawn from the task we accomplish, but from our relationship with the Lord. Many of us put too much faith in the things that we do rather than trusting in the Lord. And God is more interested in our relationship with him than our work. There's nothing spiritual about burning out for Jesus, believe it or not. So self-care implies not only caring for your body at the temple of the Holy Spirit, it, it involves taking care of the total you and doing the other practical things that we need to do. Like getting the proper exercise, getting the proper sleep, nutrition. It also means taking time to laugh, 
to engage in hobby, to be with fans, to be alone, go for a hike, soak in a bath, to read a book. All those things are important for us to uh, practice good self-care. Most important, importantly, we need to set proper boundaries in our daily activities and relationship and ministry. You know, all, you know, we, we set good boundaries. It will help us, you know, avoid just overcommitting ourselves and overstressing ourselves, which may lead to burnout and being overwhelmed. We have to believe that God is also able to provide our every need. So that's why we have to trust and rely on, upon Him, and ask God for wisdom and discernment, so that we we can live within our parameters. And that's where we're going to find true rest and true life. To avoid spiritual burnout, we need to examine ourselves daily. Be bold to ask God. And be bold to look in that mirror and understand where you are spiritually. We also need to come to God daily for forgiveness and cleansing of sin. In other words, stay in the attitude of godly fear. We ought to seek the Lord also with all our heart daily. Maintain a spiritual focus and commit to kingdom work. Do what you were saved to do. Those things are really important for us. One final point. To ensure peace, I use the acronym of PEACE. And by using the acronym of PEACE, these are some of the principles that can help us uh, in terms of self-care and to avoiding burnout, to to avoiding uh, being overwhelmed. So we look at the word peace. The, the word peace stands for our, for priorities. You got to ensure that God is first, and you got to understand your godly roles. Make sure we're doing those things that are important. The E stands for encouraging yourself in the Lord, and stay fervent and zealous. We have to learn how to encourage ourselves to to maybe do meditation in the Word, to praise, to prayer. Whatever it takes to just lift our spirit. Can't always depend upon people to do it. We may have to do it ourselves. The word, I mean, the letter A in P stands for alignment. Ensure that your life is properly aligned with God's priority. The word C, I mean, the letter C stands for casting our cares. Don't let your anxiety govern you. Give it to the Lord. The Bible says, casting all our cares upon him, for God cared for us. The word E, elate, means you have to stir yourself up and build your faith, abiding and praying in the spirit. These are some good principles, I think, that you can practice for self-care. Our phone number is one 855 1451 I'm Pastor Ken Jones, broadcasting you live from the BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. When we come back, we're going to provide some concluding thoughts about self-care. So I encourage you to stay tuned. Animal lover, author, artist, and public speaker, Patricia Daly Life is a renaissance woman in her own right. A lover of animals from a young age, Patricia lives on a farm in Virginia and has rescued neglected thoroughbred horses, keeping them or finding them safe havens. She is also a published author, and her books document real-life experiences that she shares in her passionate stories, taking the reader around the world in a colorful kaleidoscope of life. An accomplished artist, Patricia Daly Life's oil paintings feature animals, portraits, stills, nature, and abstract, and she allows the brush to paint the image in an organic, natural way. 
A public speaker, Patricia is motivated to continually wonder about life and advocates for all of us to do the same and document our own unique history. To learn more about Patricia Daily Life, visit www.literarylady.com and www.patricialife.com or email her at pdlife at gmail.com. If you're a person caring for someone living with dementia, then this program is for you. It's designed for families and friends coping with the challenges of caregiving. The foundation of care, Susan Kohler believes, is communication. Innovative Dementia Care with Susan Kohler provides strategies to keep the lines of communication open between you and your loved one, increase quality interactions, decrease the burden of daily care for you, the caregiver. Join Susan, 11 a.m. Eastern, on the BBM Global Network. Susan and her guests will share techniques so you can facilitate your loved one's ability to safely follow your instructions, participate in daily activities, and express daily wants and desires. To learn positive solutions, creative ideas, and practical strategies that will build a healthy foundation of care. This is Pastor Ken Jones, and this is Life Cycle. Come to you live from the BBM Global Network and tune in radio. Our phone number here is 1-866-451-1451. And I hope that you've enjoyed the session that we've been talking about in terms of self-care. And I hope that it's been a blessing to you. And we're going to close with a couple of final points. Uh, in exercise and self-care, I, I talked to a lot today using acronyms and letters. Well, I got a few more for you. I think about the the D's of early self-care. And when I think about those things, I think about the letter D. My first one is dependence upon God. We have to depend upon God. You know, faith builds us up. The Bible said we are people that walk by faith and have a relationship with God. And so if we're operating in faith, it's, our faith will strengthen us and keep us even to the harshest trial. The second aspect is discipleship, a disciplined lifestyle. If we have a disciplined lifestyle, we can begin to manage a lot of things in our life and keep ourselves from becoming overwhelmed. Deliverance. When you find yourself too overcome, there's nothing wrong with going to someone to pray with you and to minister unto you where you can be delivered from being overwhelmed or being delivered from being burned out because sometimes the issue may be more spiritual than emotional or physical. The other D is devotion to God. If you're strengthening in, a, in your praise life, in your worship life, in your prayer, you'll find yourself trusting in Him more and depending upon you less. Most important, the last D is discernment. Exercising godly judgment and our observation to protect ourselves. Many times we find ourselves being burnt out or stressed because we don't take time to take care of ourselves or to discern when something is going on in our life. So those are the important D words. I want to close with also talking to you using the acronym REST. And like I said, if you want to get this information, you can always send me an email at kenjones at practicallivingministry.org. Let me say that again. Ken Jones at practicallivingministry.org. So when I think about rest, I want you to think about these are the most important things in terms of self-care. The first R stands for relationship. We are relational beings. 
you can find so much strength and comfort in good relationship. The E and the rest stand for exercise. Physically, bodily exercise, spiritual exercise. The S stands for schedule. Redeem your time. Manage your activity. Because time is important. And the T stands for trust that God will comfort, strengthen, restore, bless, and keep you. So as you think about taking care of yourself, you want to avoid being overwhelmed. You want to avoid being burned out. If you practice these principles that we talked about, it will help you in the long run. God wants you healed. He wants you blessed. He wants you comforted. He wants you strengthened. It all depends upon how you walk each and every day. Remember, it's important for self-care for you to be able to, to be thriving and not just surviving and to be a blessing to other people and to carry out each and every day the things that are important in life. So I just thank you for having this opportunity to talk with you as always. It's good to talk with you, and I encourage you that to continue to listen to the broadcast as we continue to talk about those things that will bring about our spiritual, uh, physical, and our emotional well-being. I want to encourage you also just next week to, uh, as always, your participation is important. So I hope that we get more participation, ask questions, and sharing. But until then, I'll continue to teach you the those principles from the Word of God and from my experience. Uh, have a blessed week. Be encouraged in the Lord. Don't allow yourself to be overwhelmed and avoid burnout. This is Pastor Ken Jones broadcasting you live from the BBM Global Network. See, see you next week. This has been Life Cycle with your host, Pastor Ken Jones. If you're trying to manage your life cycle, be it with relationships, grief, or marriage, tune in to Pastor Ken Jones' Life Cycle. You've been listening to the BBM Global Network. The ideas, views, and opinions of this broadcast are those of the participants of the program and are not necessarily the ideas, views, and opinions of the BBM Global Network Company. Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.